Yo, what's going on? What's going on, Stefan? Episode 16 of the Devon the, the Council Podcast. I'm Stefan. This is Monquay. And welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment. Um, peace and greetings to the sun and the rising sun. Yo, so um, I know we, we talked about before, before we started recording, we were talking about what we've been up to. Did you want to recap on that? For sure. You know, this is, we've been kind of trying to get the podcast rolling here for about an hour, technical difficulties, but it ain't, it ain't going to stop. The wave is about to come. Um, so I'm like a recap of, of my week. Yeah, I've just been kind of doing my, doing my purpose, focusing on my purpose, focusing on my career, you know, got my, do my trails, um, putting content out for my YouTube channel when it comes to the video games. Uh, NCAA 14 is what I, what, what that's focused on. And then working on the podcast, just working on how I can get the, get the podcast promoted in any type of way. Um, and just working on the next step. Uh, where, where, where do we go with the podcast and where do I go with my career and my life? Um, so this has been a different type of energy that's been placed on me the last, definitely the last two weeks. But it seems like the closer we get to this full moon, which is a uh, full moon in Aries tonight, the the heavier this energy has gotten. Man, I ain't got nothing but like four hours of sleep this like the last couple of days. I feel good. Like my night just now starting. You know what I mean? Like so, I'm just trying to take advantage of the energy that's that's uh that's on the earth right now. How about for you, man? For this week. This week was uh, regular compared to last week where we were closing out like the, the financial books having to do like um, reconciliations and accruals of, and things of that nature. But this week it was more relaxed at the office, you know. Um, I was getting off on my uh, regular time at five and just when I get back, I usually just chill, um, play some 2K, watch something like I was telling you before I watched that that big mouth tv show that show is pretty uh hilarious um if you got like a dark sense of humor then I would suggest checking that out that's on Netflix um really I mean and just you know just uh brainstorming about what's next you know what's next for me you know with the remainder of the year and everything and just planning stuff out. I'm thinking like, damn, do I want to take a vacation? Do I want to hit that Atlanta again or some shit by the end of the year? Which I, I mean, I'm, I'm still thinking about that. Like that, you know, I'm like, bro, I got to get out again. You know what I'm saying? Um, but one thing that I was thinking of when you were talking briefly, um, my coworker, you know, I've been talking to her about the podcast and stuff and just asking like what she think and stuff like that. And she she told me that um, she liked what we was talking about because she said that um, she didn't think there was people that was really having the conversations that we have that she she says that she pretty much be thinking the same stuff, but she didn't think there was other people out there like having these type of conversations. And that was really dope to me because I was thinking, I was like, man, I told her, I was like, you know, you're not alone. You know, we we always be talking. We've been talking about like we that's this type of stuff that we talk about. Sure, we we cover a, a wide variety of topics, but we we try to put like a a conscious uh, state of mind with it. Like 
we've been talking like this for years, you know, since we've known each other. And I think it's dope because, you know, with this podcast, I feel like we we are bringing people in to this new type of information that they're, they're like, oh, damn, like, what the fuck? I never thought of about it like that. You know what I'm saying? And we're, we're, we're opening people's eyes to it and we're coming from a different standpoint because we're not old heads, you know, we're like in our mid twenties and stuff. So it's a, it's a different perspective. And another thing she, she, um, she mentioned, she was like, she's like, yeah, I think y'all, she was like, I wish it was live so I could add my two cents. And I was like, in due time, in due time, we're going to, you know, we're going to have it live. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, we're going to have videos and stuff. You know, we just, you know, we just trying to stay consistent right now, but it's it's coming down the pipeline, man. So I, I thought that was dope that, you know, we we I feel like we are starting to enlighten people and we we're catching a wave, you know, so similar to what you were saying about the energy. I wanna add on to that because that's extremely interesting because I had a long, long discussion with my family last night, specifically my brothers. Um I had to come back home, you know, just to come get my energy balanced back out. This is why I, this is why I come back to uh, become more grounded because it's it's chaotic, man. And it's it's really chaotic when you stay by when you stay alone and you know how it is. When you stay alone and you don't have much friends or family around. In this world in 2019, if you don't have a way of like grounding yourself, you can kind of go crazy. And like, you know, this is my way of kind of getting grounded. And my family's gonna tell me, they ain't gonna tell me what I want to hear. They're gonna tell me what I need to know. And you know, I've had an epiphany when it comes to this podcast. And um I told him last night. I mean, I I mean I I'm, I'm, I can say this with a hundred percent confidence. In about, I don't know what the really the time period. I want to say probably at the max three to four years. This is going to be the source of news. Like people aren't going to be going to like really. I'm, I I had to really think about this. So that's why I had to like really like focus and get my priorities straight in my life on what really matters. And I had to make that podcast really the number one thing. Like, this is the number one thing because you're, honest, you're 100% right. Your coworker's is 100% right. And I actually had, I'm at, I had somebody at work that actually, you know, say the same thing. But here's the thing. They don't even know about my podcast yet. This is why I say, like, the way, the way, we, are, the way we are promoting it, you kind of see how, how, move, how I'm moving the way I'm moving because you got to kind of, even with what we say, and we want to let the audience be known, we got some shit recorded already that, I mean, you're talking about, right now, we on surface level. Like, we at the very surface level. We got some shit recorded, and we got to, that we got to, that we feel like it's so profound, we got to be strategic with how we drop it. So, like, we just kind of, this is just a, this is the, uh, this is the snowball effect that's just starting. It ain't even really, the ball is just rolling now, but we're just getting the momentum. So, we we got a lot of shit planned for this, and you know we got a whole bunch of topics and per- perspectives that we know we know for a fact that nobody else is really talking about it the way we're going to talk about it and the way we have we have talked about it. Um, but like I was telling my brother last night, I was like, you know, all these years it was an illusion placed in front of me about like you know I've been wanting to be like YouTube channels, podcasts. Really, the big thing I wanted to do something conscious. Like I wanted to make a, I have a platform and, and promote my, um, my consciousness and just have a platform where we're all equal and we can all grow together. And this is what we're doing with the podcast. And once I kind of found that, it took the what I had to do is block. It's, it's an illusion that's blocked that's placed in front of all of us. 
And the super illusion that's placed in front of all of us is I, for years I was thinking, like, what if nobody listens? Like, what if nobody listens to my to what I gotta say? Like, what if what if I what if I fail? But I'm gonna tell everybody, you know, that illusion is a part of life. And what I'm starting to realize with where I'm at in 2019 is the fact that if you block, if you get rid of that illusion, if you overcome that illusion and you you understand that who gives a fuck if anybody listens or who, I don't really care about anybody's negative opinion. Like I don't really care about people's opinions. Really when it comes to like my purpose and my craft and my podcast, I'm focused on the message. I'm focused on the actual content. And I feel, I feel like that's the type of energy you need. You have to have that confidence in what you're saying. You have to feel it and the audience feels it. So like, I feel like, you know, in due time, this will be the source of, of news. And like I was saying, my brother, it's going to start as a podcast. And I think it's going to have no choice but to progress eventually into a whole radio station, if not a whole actual TV network um, or, or internet webpage uh, network. Because I think the actual, like, I feel like it's not going to necessarily be TV anymore. It's going to be like actual website of information, like of news. Like we're going to have a whole platform. Because the Divine Council is not just Monquay and Stefan. Like we just trying to, we, we, we decided confidence and we, we are speaking for the people, basically. And it's not us up here and everybody else down below. Nah, it's we all on the same field. We on the same playing field. Like they said, like the coworker said, they feel the same way. They just either one haven't under, heard the perspective that we're given. And, you know, it's refreshing to them. And two, you know, it's new. It's still something, it's new. It's, it's fresh and new. And, um, you know, to, to kind of finish my rambling, I had a uh, co-worker at work based on, she was basing off my Facebook post. Um, because the way I post everywhere now is kind of, it's, symb- it's symbolic towards the divine council. Like, everything's strategic. And she said the exact same thing you said. Like, she came up to me and was like, you know, actually, I love exactly what you're saying on your Facebook post. And I love the way you are discussing what you're talking about. You're saying the exact same thing I feel, but you're actually saying it. And when I got that message right there, I was like, oh, man, like, this shit, I think this is actually going up a lot better than what we thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the thing Consistent, <laughs> like for real. Because, yeah, like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I know we, we. It's crazy to think, man. We, we've been like doing the podcast for what, like, over five months now, and um, now I feel like we are starting to get uh, to gain ground, so to speak. And I think it's great, man. I mean, because I mean, we knew though, we knew with the approach that what we were taking. Um, going into it to begin with, we knew that it was going to be difficult to get people to listen to begin with because we're com- we're coming with like sort of a, a radical way of thinking. So then we kind of play into what's popular, but we still put our spin on it. And it's starting to bring people in. And then with us putting our spin on it, we can, we can, uh, we can bring in people from like the mainstream. It's like, like an analogy I'm thinking of is like uh say like the the video game Frogger where he's trying to cross like the the main uh road the highway with all those cars it's like we're trying to get the frog to come to our side we're trying to break them out of the loop to come into to where we're at with the information that we have see we we'll touch on popular uh shit that's going on 
but we're we're always going to put our own spin on it and we're going to come from a point of enlightenment and people are resonating with that and I, I i feel that and i know that you feel that and we're starting to see it now i don't know if you saw my post about all the countries where we got people listening to us from but yeah we're we're international with this shit so you know it's it's dope to think about the possibilities and like you said man it's it's not just um me and uh Monquay. like we're kind of like the flagship of this but this is something that I think we're, we're going to see. It's going to be bigger than us down the road, like years to come. This is going to be a brand more than just a podcast. We, you know, we got big plans and stuff. So yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And like I said, you know, we are, we got some, we're going to, we're going to get heavier, but you know, you got to slowly put a veil back. Cause well, a little bit about my the seminar. I've been, um, I've been, I've been conscious since, since day one, I did stuff since at, at a young age that grown men still won't do to this day. I was the one, you know, in third grade not standing for the pledge. I was the one in, in third grade and second grade telling them the reindeer aren't real, Christmas isn't real, stuff like that, because that's how I was raised. So I've been, I was the one at, at 13, 12, that the five, my father, my father was a bishop in the church. I grew up in the church. Remember, the number one thing I wanted to be growing up was being a preacher. I watched the TBA network. When we, did, we didn't have cable until I was in like the eighth, ninth grade. Now all I used to do is watch the TBA network. We had Bibles throughout the whole house. My whole thing was, I'm going to be a preacher. I used to go through read the Bible. I already read the Bible front to back at, a, at an early age because my grandfather, my chief, my leader was a bishop. At a young age, I found my enlightenment and I said, you know, I love my family, I love my chief, and I love how I've been raised as a man, but what's right is what's right, and what's wrong is what's wrong, and I don't really follow this religion, I, I don't follow anything with this country, because even at that age, I can see, I can see that this is some crazy shit that we live in, so the problem that I've had my whole life is, I've had to like kind of, you know, be slow with this shit, like I had to be really slow with this shit, like I can't, because I would have to gauge how the public, where the public would be at. Could you imagine it being 2007 and you telling people to balance, you know, balance their chakras and you're not even a grown man yet? Like, <laughs> you, you already, your, your mom already got you burning sage. Like, you already know about this shit. Like, you are headed away before. Like, you, you just imagine the type of shit that I had to deal with. Like, I mean, I had to deal with all kinds of, like, psychological tactics. Every day I went to school, I had to deal with different type of shit that I just can't even explain. And those who, those who are on this level of consciousness and who are, who are uh, labeled as weird or different, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, no, this is this is just a new, a new, a new, a new wave, a new platform. We just putting this, we putting that millennial energy on it, like because we special people and. We want to make it be well, well clear and known. We don't, we're not a part of any group. We're not a part of the Congress community. Um, we're not, like, we just, this is us. We're here to gather as much information from every, every, every category. You know, people, if you want to group yourself into a category, that's cool. But we're going to listen to everything from every different group, from every category. And we're going to, you know, put it within our minds and, create logic and yeah, we're, push it we're back starting, out. We're starting a dialogue, but, you know, to be carried on throughout the culture. 
Mm-hmm. But we feel like once you kind of box yourself into a group, that's where Coentel Pro can come into play and Division can come into play and just kind of bust everything up. And I think the way you you, you lift that in the bird is you're not a part of any group. Because you you start, once you become a, you, you become a group, you, you think you're a part of a group, you, you, you get this thing that we call group think. Group think. And that basically means that your message that, that means that your that, that your group that you, you it affects your mentality where you look at your group bigger than the actual message. Ain't that what's going on in the conscious community? Motherfuckers now want to be instead of giving out a good message, they want to be known as the most the most conscious one. It's like a competition now, and they, that's because they they label themselves within that group, and that they their mentality now is into a group thinking mentality. Yeah, they uh, it's divide and conquer. You know, people are trying to out enlighten. The next person, which I think is, which I think is dumb, because I mean, we all should be trying to uh, bring the ideas and information we have together for the greater good of the people, as opposed to just trying to stand out alone, you know, and be the lone wolf or whatnot. Which is, it's dumb because in the end, we all we got, you know, we have to stick together. Um, and for the greater good, you know, for the, the next generation to come, you know. Um, and like you say, the conscious community, is it's all over the place. It's people, they just trying to do for themselves and they just trying to get ahead and stuff. So that's why I wouldn't even say, man, we not even we not even saying that we even with that. You know, we just we just give our take on certain things and whatnot, you know. Um, so I was going to ask you, man, was there uh was there anything off top that you wanted to discuss? Oh yeah, I'm ready to go in. What you mean? I'm ready for this. I'm ready for um, you know. First, I'll say shout out to everybody listening to this, man. Like and you don't understand, like all it takes is we got one listener. That's just gonna make me go harder. But then we now that we got even more listeners and we got listeners from all over the world, this shit is gonna be crazy. So just this this stay with the wave, but. What I want to talk about, man, y'all know Southern California on fire right now, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been, so it's, now, it's been that way for a minute. Right. What made this one even crazier, it, it, uh, the, the one that started last night, because really what they don't tell you is that shit is really constantly on fire. But what's interesting is just the newest, the newest, you know, fires are starting out there. It started in Southern Cal, but it's all throughout the state. And I got a YouTube channel that I want you guys to go check out. On YouTube, it's called Logic Before Authority. Go check it out right now as soon as you can. It's called Logic Before Authority. And I watched it this morning. It was around uh, about 4 o'clock. The fire started yes, last night around probably around 8 or 9 uh, Pacific time. So... Right away, he was on it. And basically, in the video, he shows he's looking at an infrared map of the state of California. And you can see where, you can see like in the San Bernardino Valley, which is like the Los Angeles area. And then you can see closer to like um, uh, uh, the, the desert, closer to Arizona. Like, it's basically, he showed a triangle. He put up like six videos in the span of uh, four hours. And the first video, he showed the, he showed the infrared map of California. And it showed where... Literally, different parts throughout the state they are like hundreds of miles apart at the simultaneous exact same time. 
you see flashes like it's an explosion. At the same time, it wasn't like it was an explosion in LA, but an explosion, you know, up in the up in the valley uh, and then an explosion in the desert. You can look, if you look in the middle, where he tells you to look at, you can see three big ass explosions on his infrared map that he's showing you. So what I'm trying, what I'm starting to realize is we under attack right now. Like I don't really know what it could be, but it's this is not like it's not natural. Like that it's not on fire because of, of nature. Let's not get that twisted. That's a couple well, it's a couple things that could be in the brain. It could be nature purging the land, um, you know, a cancer, possibly. I know I'm, I'm saying cancer in general. Look at how we live. Look at how dense LA is. Look at what they they gotta tear down nature to build that the build that fake shit up. And all that shit could be is nature trying to get that shit, get purge the land. Or it could be um the government. I mean using infrared lasers yeah, and stuff. At, I mean, we can go back and look at the Amazon. That shit wasn't natural. It was people out there setting fire because of um politics. They were trying to get their point across. And there was a bill passed, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was for for the rainforest. I don't know if it was for the Amazon, but it was for a rainforest. I'll have to go back and look it up. But there was a bill passed where there was some money allocated to that. So I think, I mean... And then like a yeah, I think it, fire. It, yeah, it come, I think it just comes back to just people trying to make a statement and they want some money for something. You know, if we're trying to pass a bill in California and until they get what they want, then they're just going to keep with the the, uh, the fires, the deforestation. And that that's just a real problem. You know, something that needs to be focused on instead of the the other stuff that we, we see all the time, like on our timelines and whatnot. And to add a little bit more to it, but this is what, what people, and this is what makes it even more sketchier to add on to the fires in uh, California. Like I said, it started in LA, but he, by the time, by, the, by about 6, 7 o'clock, that's a lot in the morning, 6, 7 a.m. Eastern time. By the bomb that time, I think they had, uh, he had put up in 10 different locations where the fires were. I mean, it's bad. It's, this is on, I went right to the news after I watched this because, you know, I don't go to the news first because it's all, it's, it's uh, biased a lot of the times, but you can still kind of, if you got an open eye, you can still get information from it. And um, I mean, it's showing cell phone footage. Now, that's key. Remember, I said cell Remember that. It's, it's showing cell phone videos of people. Man, these fires are going across big, two lanes. I mean, two interstate. Like, the interstate side there in LA is like eight, nine lanes. It's like Atlanta with an extra, like, it's, it's huge. And it's, it's fires. I mean, that shit is bad. It's bad out there. But what people don't realize, the main, um, I think they have a, a private group of firefighters called P, PG and E Corporation or PG and E Group or something like that that mainly fights the fires in California. Now, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense, but you can't never trust the government. The first thing that they did when they noticed that they had fires, listen to this, they cut their electricity grid off. And if you think about it, it don't make sense, you know. You don't want electrical fires on top of, you know, basically a natural forest fire. But I'm looking at it like this, like, they're in on it. So, like, okay, you cut the power still off. I mean, I think they said what? Over 200. I I don't even want to give you the number because I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember they said, he said the number 
And it's ridiculous. So I look at it as, nah, man, you can't charge your phone up to videotape the motherfucking dragons that done came back and some shit. Like, it's something we don't know what's going on over there, bro. I know it ain't natural, but they done cut the power grids off in a lot of the areas where, I mean, thousands to millions of people can't even, like, use electricity. That shit, shit is wild. Like, but you see on, on, um, see on, on the news in the morning, Good Morning America and stuff, you see a cell phone. I mean, this shit looks crazy. People crying, yelling. They can't even get out. I mean, this shit is covering the interstate. Some people can't even get out. I'm trying to put an emphasis on how real it is. We some real, real ass times. And, you know, a couple of days ago, I put on the snap, on my snap, about all the rioting that's going on everywhere. And all the people that's in my corner were let, well, they will tell you that I've said, it's going to be so chaotic everywhere else, but then the real chaos is going to happen here last in America. Another civil, another civil war so if you know, is going to break out. I think it, man. I'm, man, I'm looking at countries like Hong Kong. You know, I'm going to keep on talking about Hong Kong because they're still fighting. I'm looking at shit like Hong Kong, and um, I'm going to talk about Brexit and France. But, like, situations like Hong Kong and these countries where they ain't have this, these are non-violent countries, like, they don't really, they don't have, like, we're so used to violence in America, like, we don't really understand, like, in these other countries, that shit, like, this gun violence and this this uh, psychosis been, that we deal with on the American yeah. soil. Over there in Hong Kong, they've been riding, like, literally all year, pretty much. Uh, it's like 20-something weeks yeah. straight. And here's the thing, it's people getting shot in the face with rubber bullets, it's people getting shot. Like, you're talking about, you're talking about a place where it's, it's, it's no, really no violence. So what I want people to understand is it's an energy coming onto the earth. And it's energy specifically coming onto the millennials because it's mostly millennials over there fighting back. Because the millennials, they grew up in a democracy and now you got a dictatorship saying that you're going to have to come back into a military state. They're going to fight. So, you know, it's an energy coming across the planet and there's nothing that nobody can do about it. There's nothing that anybody can do about it. It's a certain energy that's coming across the different, different groups. And in all these countries, you, the people that are fighting back are the chosen ones. It's still levels to this shit, and you never can never forget it. It's got to. This all is revolves around the uh, the Native American, the Indian, the American. Everything revolves around us, indigenous on this American soil. But we are all gods in the flesh in some sense. And the ones who are waking up and fighting back in these different countries, these are the real angels. These are the real chosen ones because. We're waking up to really what's going on, man. We're waking up to really what's fucking going on. And um, you got go, you got the shit going on in Hong Kong. You got them over there. They violently protesting in um uh, in England with the Brexit situation. Um, which basically I think the British Union they want the British wants to leave the European Union. Um, so you got Brexit going on. Um, in France, you got them over there. They over there. Fighting for student against student loans. Student loans is one of the big things in France that they are protesting for. Then you got South Africa. You got the South Africans getting these people up out of their fucking land, any means necessary. They are killing these farmers over there for their fucking land, any means necessary. The thing you the, got the shit hitting the fan. Yeah, I mean the thing is though, man. Like South Africa is so like controlled by that the the population of people. Like the oppressors that come over there, it's so damn controlled by them. Like shit, it's crazy to think about, you know, with them fighting back. And then you got to think about like the, the um, I want to say like the warlords and whatnot 
that are cor- that are corrupting like the government. There's a bunch of fucking issues over there in South Africa. Not well, not just South Africa, but the continent of Africa in general, like all over. Um, and you got like the Libya slave trade that's still going on. You know what I'm saying? Like with that, it's fucked up over there. It's fu- I mean, but like you said, it's fucked up everywhere. And again, yeah, we're we're just in a time. We're in a a transition time. People are um, their eyes are awake now. You know, from their eternal blunder or eternal uh, slumber, rather. You know, people are taking action. Which I mean, that's what it is, man. That's the time we 2020 right around the corner. Uh, reset 2020. You know, a, a change. A change is, uh, is coming. You know, and people can feel that. And yeah, bro, it's some big shit popping off right now, all over. What a time to be alive, but look, I'm a chief, so we're gonna we're gonna be all right. But you gotta realize, I just want everybody to understand, you gotta prepare what's for what's about to happen. Cause like, I mean, what's already kind of happened already. I mean, look at this chaos that we've been through, man. Like, it's already real chaos that we really and everybody has to has had to deal with on each in, in each continent. I mean, it's real life chaos. We got earthquakes all over the place, all through North Carolina, we all got, through the country. I mean, we got the, the, the mass shootings, you know, like you got commercials with the mass shootings of uh, like a kid, kids going back to uh, school. I seen the commercial, the kids were going back to school showing like stuff they got from school. And in the background, you see what is taking place. It's a mass shooting in the school. And then as the commercial continues, things progressively get worse. And it, it's one point where the guy, the, the kid's like, Yo, I'm back to school. You know, he, he's like, I got like a new uh, a skateboard so I can use it or whatnot. I'm on paraphrasing um, so I can use it to get out. And then he, he gets the skateboard. And he breaks the window, jumps out the window. And then at the end of the commercial, you got this girl and she's like, and, and she's like somewhere like hidden, like trembling and shit. And she's like, hey, um, yeah, I'm back to school. You know, she's like crying and stuff. And then you see like the camera pans to her phone and she's texting her mom, telling her mom that she loves her and shit. Then right at that point is where the, the shooter comes in to where she's at and the commercial ends. It's like this shit, is, it's, it's normalized, man. Like the, the mass shootings or whatnot. That's just another thing that we got to deal with. And this country is fucked up right now. But like you said, man, people need to not just prepare uh, to prepare mentally, but people need to be preparing physically. You need to own a weapon, a gun for sure, a machete, something like you you need some type of weaponry. You need to um, have perishable foods. You need to have water. Um, I learned today that for one person for three days, you need at least 24 bottles of 16 ounce water um bottled water for uh, three days to survive off that you like shit like that man you gotta look at this shit as the end times like survival like we got like a zombie apocalypse i mean you see it all in everything like the messaging and the different tv shows and the movies it's all been leading to this it's all leading up to something you know people don't look put too much um put too much they don't put too much thought into it but it's showing you man right there like there, there's the hints of that and um 
Yeah, man, people got you you need to be prepared because what's going on, it's only gonna get worse, you know, instead of focusing on minuscule things that will be here today and gone tomorrow, you need to focus on what matters and that's the next generation, man. Like if we want to have the next generation stand strong, you gotta be prepared to fight back mentally mentally and physically. So you know, I heard you say, uh, before we get too far away from it, uh, I might forget the thought. I heard you say yeah, the slave trade. Yeah. Um, but what nobody's talking about, okay, you only go, you're going to hear this one at the Bond Council, and this is where you're probably going to initially hear this. What I want y'all to do is go research the uh, Muslim slave trade or the Muslim slave activity, slave trade that's going on in China. See, what people got to realize, and I'm going to segue into Trump. Now, you know me, I'm a good warrior. Like, I was put on this earth to fight back and to get this shit back for my people. I showed up Seminole, 100% Native American, one, set, one half Cherokee, other half Seminole, Gullah. Um, I have an actual proof. My great-grandmother, is, uh, her name is Nehemiah Runaway's camp, six-foot-two Cherokee Indian, right as you can even imagine. You know, other people, Gullah's, low-land South Carolina, we got murder, murder coming through with that bullshit. They come through my land with this bullshit, trying to wake us up. Because I stay in the highway, and basically, I stay in the country in, um, in North Carolina. And, you know, this racism shit is still real. You know, I'm aware. This is going to be off on another tangent, but where I stay at, you might want to research this, but we, we recently, in the past few years, we literally had marches of people coming through with rebel flags, just basically trying to intimidate the indigenous. And while we over here, you know, we chilling, like, they coming to try to poke the beast. Just wait for it, because 2020 is the clearest vision, and uh, y'all got something coming for you. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, people don't understand what, what's really, where this chaos is coming from. All this chaos is coming from Donald Trump. And if you're a millennial, specifically if you're indigenous, you got to love this shit. You got to love this shit. And I mean, we look back, and when it's all said and done, since my 25 years of life, Trump has been the best president that we had. And it's gonna sound crazy as fuck. It ain't gonna. This ain't gonna sound good right now for the podcast. But trust me, y'all, y'all gonna see exactly. Y'all gonna come back and listen to this shit, and y'all gonna see exactly what I'm talking about. See, we needed Trump to cause all this chaos because if we had Democrats in office, or not even Democrats, if we had independents, we have Bernie Sanders in office right now. We have people that's in office right now who don't really realize the time that we are in, looking for social justice. Looking for uh, making, looking for having people, you know, catering to feelings and shit. We will probably be in the same situation that China's in. This dude Trump with these tariffs are single handedly dismantling everybody's economy. And um, y'all know elections coming up, but don't you find it kind of weird before we get the Clinton's vision in twenty twenty that this dude Trump literally just said on news that the blacks, which black, let's not let's erase eliminate that term. He was, you got you to gotta understand that we are kind of living out of prophecy. So, like, we can't control our thoughts. So, I'm not saying that Trump is doing this intentionally. No, he's doing this. He's not doing this intentionally, but we can't control our actions because we're playing out a, we're kind of playing out biblical prophecy, you know? And basically, I can explain that more in, in, later on, but we're playing out the biblical timeline. Like, that's what's going on right now. And um, what Trump is doing, 
he's making decisions that the spirit, the higher, higher spirits are making him make these type of decisions. So basically, crash the, this whole fiat currency throughout the world and it crashes so well. Because this shit has to crash before it gets back to the natural natural way of living, until it gets back to the rightful, rightful owners. Because we're living in a fake society all throughout the world. All this shit's connected to the Vatican and to, the, um, to England. The big three, you have United States of America, they control the world's military. You have Great Britain, they control the world's economics and finances. Then you have the Vatican, they control the world's spirituality and religion. It's a three-headed monster that's still in the one umbrella. That's, we already live in a new world government. This is what the fuck is going on. This is why this shit, this is why chaos in China leads to chaos in, in Europe. And chaos in Europe leads to chaos in, in America because it's all connected. So we need this shit. And we got to understand that Trump the shit that he's doing right now, it's fucking crazy, bro. But let me. Why would he? Why would he say? Why would he say that the black the black man built America? No other candidate has ever said that shit before. Obama didn't even say that shit. No other candidate has said that he even get reelected as president. No other candidate has said that as their key calling card to get to get uh votes. So why the fuck now? Oh no. He know what he knows what time he knows what time it is, man. He knows what time it is. Like you said, it's a prophecy. A prophecy is that there's nothing that he can do to change it. You know, it's going down the way. It's going just the way it's supposed to go. Um, you look at shit like with the studies and st- stuff that's showing. You know, whites will be the minorities by 2050. It, it probably will be sooner than that at the rate that we're on right now. You know, and I mean he. Like you said, Trump Trump is what we needed right now in terms of our people talking specifically to black people. He's what we needed because he's opening our eyes to the bull to well to to the people that are asleep, he's opening uh their eyes and whatnot to shit that they weren't noticing before that was affecting us and holding us down and whatnot. And he's just exposing everything. Because he knows that it's time, it's time, people, it's time for people to wake up and fight back and not just fight back through protesting and through going through social media and, you know, posting and stuff. You got to get back. You got to put boots to the ground, you know, because that's where this shit is headed. You see it like you keep like um, we refer to uh, Hong Kong. That shit is going to happen here. It's going to be worse over here because we got niggas got guns out here and this shit's going to get crazy. Like, you know, people think it's a, a game, but it's not, you know, this, this shit is again, like I was saying, like through all through pop, pop culture, it's like a prophecy, like it's, it's gems and stuff and certain uh, TV series, movies that are showing what is to come. Life is, imitates art at the end of the day. And you see with Trump, how, um, they're trying to well the the Democrats they're trying to get them impeached, but hell the fucking White House they're not even following the the um the impeachment protocol they said they're not going to follow it. So it's like they it's like Democrats they they trying to stop what's to come but they can't. It's too late. It's too late. And Trump more, <laughs> Trump Trump is gonna he's gonna win real he's gonna be reelected by the way and it's gonna. It's going to be by a landslide. I'll put, I'll say that now. I'll say that now. I want to ask the audience this. What's going on with this chaos? Do you want Bernie 
Bernie Sanders to be your fucking president. He just had a fucking heart attack. He's done. Do you do you want? I don't want nobody to be in the motherfucking office right now. It's way more about some some transsexual shit. Then these motherfuckers over here biochemical warfare. And that's what opiates. Let's talk about that. Where do you think the opiate crisis comes from? That's literal biochemical warfare that's going on right now. From China. Where do you think this marijuana date the date cartridges with all these people getting interstitial lung disease? I'm a nurse, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not a, I'm not violating confidentiality with what I'm about to say, but they are not bullshitting when they talk about these motherfucking marijuana carts. I've had patients literally young as fuck that have just now started smoking these marijuana carts within the last year, and their lungs look worse than somebody that smoked a motherfucking a pack of cigarettes a day for the last eighty years. What the fuck do you call that shit? It's biochemical warfare. I personally smoked those dink cars over a year ago. And I'm going to tell you right now, if it wasn't for my immune system and my DNA, I can I would smoke that wax. The wax is so fucking thick. What do you expect that shit to do to your lungs? And when I was smoking this shit a few times, I would withdraw from that shit right away, which is why I didn't even, I only smoked a few of them. Fast forward to a few months later, you have a, basically an epidemic in the United States of people getting these vapor-related smoking injuries, and that shit's coming from these dank carts. It's coming from these fucking carts that where they have these marijuana ex- extracts that's coming from China that's coming to, to the soil over here that's got certain preservatives in it, and the viscosity of the actual fluid in itself is not made for the human body. What do you call that? That's biochemical warfare. So, like, what's really going on right now, if we had Bernie Sanders in office, if we had Obama in office, if we had my soft motherfucking office right now, this shit would be worse than you could fucking imagine. So we kind of got to be thankful that we got a real nigga like Trump. Because let's be real. This motherfucker is all over the place, but he stay firm to his word. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with 100% of his politics, but I do agree with the fact that he stays firm to his word and he doesn't back down from what he, how he feels. And I, he, everybody, he's, everybody needs to be like that at certain points. And right now, with how the world, the world's climate is looking, we need to be firm, fixed, and we need to be the ones bombing first. For real, like, because here's what's going on, the simple fact. It's the world versus Trump. It's not just the Democrats versus Trump, it's the Republic, it's the world versus Trump. But they are seeing that it's prophecy being played out. And you can't do anything about prophecy. You just got to let it play out. This is why they're not going to impeach him. This is why he's going to win a re-election again. He might be our last president. I'll say, I'll say this for sure. I, I, I do see him winning uh, re-election with ease. Um, if you look at you look at like the candidates on the other side. Actually, I think Joe Biden is like the top runner right now for Democrats, <laughs> followed by uh, Bernie Sanders, and then you have Elizabeth Warren, which I seen this clip earlier today. She was um she was doing like a town hall discussion. And a nine-year-old came up and asked her a question. And the question, um, which goes back into what you, you just mentioned, um, nine-year-old, first thing the nine-year-old said was uh, he was a transsexual boy. No, a transsexual American. Uh, the crowd applauding, all this, you know, applauding it. First question was, how are you going to protect me? I'm just over here thinking, like, protect you. Like, what the fuck? We got so much other shit going on, and you worried about some bullshit like that? Like, 
And you at that age, you already know that you you oh you you you're not in the right body. You want to be something, man. That's some bullshit. They they parents force that on them. They parents force that that identity on them. It's it's fucked up. And an, another thing, man, like with these kids and shit, like dude, like what you were talking about the biochemical warfare, man. They got this shit. Sesame Street. They introducing a a, a new Muppet, or not a Muppet, a new character. That's a, a fucking uh, opi- opioid addict. I'm over here like, bro, like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, yo, this shit is so blatant. The the agenda that they're pushing into uh, these kids' minds now, bro. Like, oh, another thing I seen. I seen a post, bro, like last week. They got a damn book. It's called The Gay BCs. I can't make this shit up. The Gay BCs. Talking about... um. You learning the alphabet, the kids learn the alphabet, but it's tied to shit that identifies with the LGBTQ and P eventually. Oh, um, community. Hold up, hold up. And it's like it's like S stands for like sassy. Um, and then you got you got like a um, I think T is for like trans or whatnot. And some other shit, bro. It's it's crazy, bro, to think how hard this, this shit is being pushed on kids, and I don't think people realize it. They're not they're not focused in on that. You know what I'm saying? It's like every one of these candidates that come in from the Democratic side, because I'm just gonna say I'll rip. I'm apolitical. I'm not with anything. I'm not voting. I'm not doing nothing. I voted in the past. I'm not voting. No time in the future. None of that shit. But I will say that I do pay attention from a distance of what's going on. And the Democrats, they pushing the LGBTQ and P um, politics, as you've seen within like the state of Ohio, where it is mandated now that kids learn about LGBTQ history and P history. So this shit is so it's so blatant. It's like, bro, it's like motherfuckers got to wake up to this shit. And we need to stop this shit, bro. Because again, like you've said before, people said before in the past, I agree with it. It's going to get to the point with the pedophilia, it's going to become a norm and they're going to allow that shit to happen. I, I'm going to just be off rip. They're not allowing that shit to happen to my, my fucking kid. I'll fucking kill a motherfucker over some shit like that. I, I'll, I'll say that right now. I'll kill a motherfucker over some shit like that. But um, that's where it's headed, man. It's headed that way. That that normalizing and the, the Democrats are pushing that shit heavy, man. Let me say this. Do y'all realize where Democrat where that shit came from? The I mean, literally was front of them and it was derived from the KKK. Like, so this is where this is why it's important to realize what we're in right now. Because oh yeah, Mom Quay. Over a year and a half ago, was t- I mean, I've been saying this, but I really was really letting y'all know that the Democrats is what has put us in this situation. All the way back in the fucking 20s and 30s, FDR. Talk about all these damn, all these, all these social uh, programs, welfare. But let me talk about welfare. Let me talk about the handouts, the Palma Harbor handouts. You talk about a, uh, you talking about somebody that grew up in the dirt that we shit, we benefited off of food stamps. We benefit off of food stamps, Medicare, Medicaid. Um, you know, some of us have uh, affordable housing. It's all kinds of benefits out there. And I'm not saying society doesn't need it, 
But I'm saying we got to understand the infectious mindset that that has had on our community. Now that I'm actually becoming a grown adult, a grown male, being out here, being a true alpha male, seeing the real world that's greater than poverty, I'm starting to realize that the mindset of welfare, which came from the Democrats, the mindset of handing, giving handouts. First off, giving, we're going to give handouts. We're going to fucking steal all these people's land, steal all their gold, steal all their riches, steal all their inheritance that is given to them through natural law. We're going to steal that shit, and then we're going to give them back a little bit. And I'm not talking about just a little bit. We're going to give them back less than 1% of what we stole from them as a handout. And it's fucking genius. It's fucking genius. They, they, they gave us, because here's the mindset that the Democrats have always had. We give them back a little bit, oppress them in this system that has helped to promote our, our, um, our prosperity, and we, we give them back a little bit, it's going to make them feel like they are. We care about them, and it's going to make them not want to fight back to get back what's really theirs, which is the shit that we got. Do you understand, indigenous man, indigenous woman, in 2019, do you not understand by now that we are through natural the, the shit the the shit that the, the money that the United States got as an individual in, indigenous man and woman, you are supposed to be even more richer than Bill Gates just by being born who you are. This is why this system is set up like this, and this is why we get oppressed on a daily basis. I had a motherfucker tell me at work. That my situation that I was in when I got profiled at work wasn't racist. And I called, I called his ass out right there. He was like, that's not racist. I was like, how the fuck are you gonna tell me it was racist? Look, I don't give a fuck if I got my scrubs on. I don't give a fuck where I'm at. You best believe I'm the who I am. I'm a Seminole Indian. As y'all wanna know, more specifically, I'm Gullah. I want you to go out and research the Hundred Years' War. Do you wanna know the one of those? Because that's really how slavery ended. You don't want that shit. So I want, I, what I want people to understand is really all this shit is really because of the Democrats. Everything is positioned to where they want to worry about the shit that don't really matter. I don't give a fuck about your feelings if you ain't told that shit already. You ain't seen that shit already. The transsexual shit is not natural. It's not, I mean, that shit, that shit don't fly in my world. Now, I can say in a society where everybody deserves rights. Everybody, if you're a transsexual, you deserve the same rights to get married to another person. You deserve, everybody deserves rights. You're right. But don't say that. You're right, but. I don't think my brother's gonna fucking just go out of his way uh, to, uh, to uh, know about uh, uh, Hold up, though. Like, you're you right about that, but that pedophilia shit, ain't no way that shit's ever flying with me. Man, I read norm, normalizing that shit. Like I said, a motherfucker would die over that shit. I'm not, I'm not fucking around with no shit like that. No, nobody that I know. A motherfucker trying to date a child, or you know, I, I could. I mean, that's where it's headed, though, bro. Like it, it's going that route, man. You know, so. So I want to, I want to add, I want to add this to that, you know, because I was kind of heading in that direction. Because I like to talk, I talk in riddles, I talk in a lot of rhetoric. So now I'm literally gotten to. I, I got in a relationship. That's, the past relationship I was in was with a. Oh my god, social justice warrior! You can't even fucking imagine everything feminism. Go bold, like I mean, oh my god, anti everything about me. And that shit woke my mind up to a whole nother level, and it was Democrat too. And the first thing is, we got y'all, what y'all gotta understand, we're not falling victim to the same psychological plays and, and traps 
that, that you've been doing to us first because we 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 are uh, it's a different era, it's a different energy, it's a shit. First thing I want to ask a Democrat who's all about social justice and they're going to call me a bigot because I say, you know, we really shouldn't be, everybody deserves rights, but you shouldn't be trying to push for me to normalize accepting what transsexuality and homopho- homo, uh, homosexuality, you shouldn't be asking me to normalize that because I don't necessarily agree with that. Now, there's people out here that do agree with it, but my point, I don't agree with that, so I'm not going to normalize it because in my mind, that's not normal. So you can't tell me, you can't, you can't guilt me into believing something is normal when I don't really, when I don't, I know, and I don't, well, I don't think that that shit's normal. That's one. That shit don't work no more. And, you know, I've asked Democrats, so you go on for homosexuality rights where you can't even biologically prove that that's natural. So you go on for homosexual, you go on for transsexual rights, you go on for um, lesbian rights. But if somebody wants to go over pedophilic rights, how are they wrong? You see the precedent that you that, that the Democrats have started that I, I warn people about? The precedent. See, you gotta understand who you're fucking with. This is within the nature of the ones who control shit. The whole point of normalizing homosexuality was to eventually was to eventually normalize pedophilia. That's the whole point of all this shit. Piece of gate. Fucking look at all the slave trafficking. Look at this. That shit is that shit is so deep within the society. Look at all the people going missing. There's so much money involved in it's that. Going for, it's going further than that too, because I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a clip of uh, AOC, um, the the lady that's a part of the um, stupid bit over the Congress or whatnot. She was doing something. She was doing like a a conference somewhere, and somebody. Somebody walked up and they they said to her they were like, um, we we must eat the babies. We we have to start doing it now. We have to start eating the babies. And this shit went viral. Which I mean, people. I mean, you do your research, you can see that these sacrifices, these shits are normal. These with uh, the the elitists, they are eating children, the, taking out the adrenochrome. You can look into this shit. I'm not making this. Ain't no conspiracy. This shit is real, and now you're hearing it. Now look up the clip. To anybody listening, look up the clip of the woman talking about we need to start eating babies to survive and shit. This bitch is crazy out of fucking mind, but she said this shit, and it went viral. And of course, AOC was stunned. She didn't know what to say off that shit. And I was I was looking at that shit. I was like, okay. And so now they they really starting to talk about this shit. That, that's where it's going past the pedophilia is with them sacrificing kids and eating them to continue to live longer and shit you know and I'm, I'm looking at these fucking amber alerts like where i'm at we just had two, we just had back-to-back amber alerts. we just had back-to-back amber alerts in my area um and one was this uh, like a two or three-year-old black girl she went missing they found her but right after they found her a little black boy just went missing and they ain't found him yet so that's that goes back to organ harvesting right there and then eating the babies and shit this shit is real, people, and you need to pay attention to this shit because it's going to get worse than this. These motherfuckers, uh, again, with that normalizing the pedophilia shit, they're trying to take it a step further and kill and sacrifice and eat these these children. These motherfuckers are sick. They got to be eliminated. They got to be eliminated. And th- I mean, that's where it's headed. The what I was talking about with like the Civil War, but um, I just wanted to put that. I just wanted to bring that in there. 
that point in there. I'm about to fucking do it. Um, oh, yeah, man. Stefan, I'm a real with that adrenochrome. I know y'all probably, a lot of people probably ain't heard about that, but just research it. And I'm going to piggyback and add on to that. What, what, what they've known, you can Google this. Just Google, just go to Google and Google um, <coughs> trans, blood transfusion of young African-Americans fountain of life, a fountain of, of, of youth. Just Google exactly what I just said. And I found an article um, about a year ago where they say, I mean, this is like a real research article where they were talking about how they're researching now getting blood transfusions from melanated indigenous young people, like 15, like like babies getting blood transfusions from, most, from kids, black kids. It's literally giving these people like... um new life. I mean, this is shit that's been going on. And now, we already, like, this is shit that you can go Google and, like, they're not even hiding that shit. They're not even hiding. Now, you gotta probably research a little bit more about organ harvesting, which we already clearly know that that shit is going on. But, we got, you gotta understand that this shit is, it's all there. It's all there. Like, the bill's being pulled all the way back. It's all there. This, this, this motherfucker's sick. They sick, man. And, like, like I said, if you, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about group thing. Where, where this should, if you classify yourself as a Democrat, Republican, and independent, because you got to understand it's still a group. Apolitical is really what you need to say, because like that means you really like that's like I mean it's your apolitical. Like, it's not really a group. You don't really have like you just getting it as you go. But independent. I'm, and over the years. You have people that realize what they're supporting with the Democrats, but now with the bells being pulled back, we start to see that. Really, this is what got us in this situation. This is why nobody would, this is why the Democrats are not gonna win. No, they probably won't win another election, man. Like their whole party's they, they on dial limbs. And I I, I want to find the um, I think his name is Stike, Stikes Hammer on YouTube, and he breaks down how with the Democrats trying to impeach Trump. If they, if they don't impeach Trump, this could be the end of that political party because really, why are they impeaching him? Because really, what's going on is really a lot of made up shit. It's a lot of hearsay, he, he say, she say. And like, it's a failed attempt to impeach. So if you look at that from a political mindset, it's like he's done uncovered some shit. <laughs> he's probably doing something for the public that's so positive. Why are they blocking this shit when they can't really prove that he even has done anything? They're trying to block the shit because he's about to dismantle the power of the Democrat. That's what he's doing. You're making him look goofy. Uh, and, you know, once again, I'll say, I don't give a fuck if this nigga about to get elected or not because his, the reality is Trump is what's going to still get reelected without having to say the black man built United States of America. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why would he say he was still going to get he's reelected? Already, I mean, he was already on that path anyway because of he's, he's got the, what they call the, what, the Rust Belt, that middle, the the middle, the middle of the the country, filled with uh, states po- highly populated with white people that are conservative. They're just gonna follow everything. Oh, poor white people. Let me put that to the um, add that to it. That just support Trump uh, blindly, and he's he's gonna. I mean, he's got that shit on lock, bro. Like he's got that. Shit. And again, with the impeachment shit. Um, he they waited too long. It's too late. It's too late. His term is almost up. Might as well let him finish the term. 
you know, it's it's too late. Um, but you go back to uh, I just wanted to throw that in there, but you can go back to what you were saying. I agree. Yeah. Yo. I agree with you, dog. Yeah. You yeah, go ahead. I couldn't hear, hear the audio for a second. I just want to make sure. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Um, they waited too late, and, like, really, look at why. So, I want to ask the audience, why did they wait to now? I think the, I think the I think the move that they made with trying to impeach him is showing that they somebody knows what's about to happen, or they know they. I think it's something that's about to happen because even it's like it's like a last ditch effort. You know what I mean? It's like it was last last piece of ammunition that they wanted to use to try to get him out of office, and it's like they're panicking. But my question is, why are they panicking? And I know why they're panicking. They know why they're panicking, and it ain't going to work. And really what they did is they, they really messed it up even more in the end. And you couple that with the fact that Bernie Sanders just had a heart attack, that all three of the candidates are like basically on their deathbed. Oh, man. Then, oh, let's talk about Elizabeth Warren, the uh, so-called Indian. Yeah. Man, fuck. Man, you ain't no goddamn Indian. Get the fuck out of here. You, you, you want a $5 bill more Indian than your ass. Fuck out of here with that shit. Ain't nobody let nah man. Like they ain't got no fucking chance. Yeah, she um the the poll that I said I seen recently, she was like third or whatever amongst like the, the Democrats and shit. But again, like we've we've been saying, I think it's it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a landslide. Again, it don't matter who they they put up against him. I don't think it's going to be even close. Um, I think because they they just the power they they sh- that whole side is all fucked up. Like with their agendas, their different agendas and shit. Like it's nobody a strong enough voice to even go up against what he's saying and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just a lot of back and forth and with the impeachment shit. It's like nothing is going. You know they they tried to get them for the Russia shit. They could they couldn't. You know so. And in reality, it was the Democrats. Like it was it was them doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was they were the problem with it, man. This shit is wild. I want it. But you tell, you tell our people that shit, and what they look at you like you crazy. I'm gonna tell y'all motherfuckers right now. I don't, I ain't want your opinion. I don't, I'm not even listening to your opinion if you don't even know anything. If you don't do the research that I do. Because if you really know me, you know I can give a damn about a motherfucking Donald Trump. And even even though I'm saying that he the certain things is being done, I'm still not giving him the credit. It's not him. So you gotta really understand what I'm saying. Like people gotta put their emotions to the side because this is why we got where we're at. Because they know people gotta people don't know how to differentiate their emotions from their logic, the emotional mind from the political and the logical mind. Like really in politics and and and, and logic. You got to know how to control your emotions because what happens? You get somebody like Elizabeth Warren who basically paid a kid who might not even really be transsexual. The first person to ask, like, you got to look at the subliminal and the, the symbolism behind that interaction. You end up with shit like this and they wonder why, they wonder why we got mass shootings and shit. They wonder why we got all this crazy shit going on. We got, we got raw suicide rates so high. It's because you're telling us that transsexuality is normal. Not only are you telling us that that shit's normal, you're actually promoting that shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> identity crisis. That's all it creates. It creates identity crisis because instincts is telling you, instincts is telling you, oh, you're naturally, I, I, I've been naturally checked the women my whole fucking life since I was little. I've been hunting, I've been doing this shit since I was little. So I'm like, you can't, how can you come out the, I mean, you probably can't come out the womb being attracted to the same sex, but that's an outlier. I mean, that's an outlier. That's not the norm. Right. So it's not normal. I mean, it's not like not being normal. That means you won't go to heaven. It, don't, that don't, it just means that that's just a part of the DNA and the essence of being a human. We're not all the same. And then, like, you see people, the people within uh, that community, they'll they'll try to come at us with different terms. Oh, he's a, he's, cis, he's cisgender, heterosexual male, toxic, all this other bullshit. Cisgender, like, shut the fuck up. Like, nobody... You you and your feelings because we don't agree with what you you're talking about, what you're promoting. We see we acknowledge you as a human being, but we don't have to acknowledge that that shit is normal because we know it's not normal and you know it's not normal. So shut the fuck up and eat your food and sit there and behave like because we got bigger fish to fry than to worry about some fucking identity crisis. Like I come out here every day, I can't take my skin off. I can't do it, but yeah, I still got to see my people get gunned down. I'm not, oh, yeah, I got to live on this land, understanding that. All the stories that was told to me, my people were the slaves. Some of my people were the slaves and the Indians. All these, like, man, like, I want you to really understand that you indigenous, understand that 99% of your people, 99.9% of your people are wiped off this planet. Even Benjamin Franklin said in the memoir, at one point, the whole world was swarthy or tardy. I want you to go research what that, what those terms mean. Swarthy, S W A R T H Y. Just Google it. Tawny, T A W W N Y. And it's, it's you can Google Benjamin Franklin memoir on the uh, the image of the world. And basically, in one of his memoirs, where where he wrote, it's like a biography, where or I don't, it's a biography where he he wrote. Whatever time he wrote, he said that the whole world was either of tawny or swarthy complexion. And really what tawny means is basically like caramel. What swarthy means is like copper-colored dark complexion. He said the whole world was like that. Russia, France. Oh, by the way, um, what do you think the original Frenchman is? The original original Frenchman is the Caribbean nation. Follow me. But it's coming out of Benjamin Franklin's mouth. It's coming out from his mind on um, pen the paper where he said the whole world was was black, basically. Besides England. Before we were conquered. This is in the 1700s when he wrote that. Now, you got to understand, like, time is not really what you think black, it is. It was a black planet, you know. Um... In, in, in the late 1700s, he wrote this. So, like, yeah. what, what's going on now? Like, I think something happened. Like, this shit is within the last 100, 150 years. It ain't no something, 400 years. Big, like, yeah, something big happened because as we've seen, um, I remember when we were in person, we were watching that uh, video with that guy. He was pretty much saying, he pulled up the article and it was showing, uh, they were talking about slaves and how many slaves there were, allegedly, when they came over on slave ships. And they said only like a portion of them survived. Like it didn't. It made no fucking sense. Like I can't. 
I, I'll have to find that uh, article to bring it back. But you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. That article where they said they had all them slaves on the fucking ship and they brought them over. And that the the numbers weren't adding up. Like, and you know, again, we talked about it before. These slave ships they make from one piece of fucking wood. They go and make that shit in a 3D rendering software or some bullshit and say, oh, we got a ship. We got a boat. Like, bruh, this shit don't add up. Like, you, that 400 years shit, I don't, man, that is, I'm starting to think, man, that shit is just a con, bruh. It's just a con because we, I mean, we already know that we were already here. Well, some of us were already here. Some of us came from the Caribbean and whatnot. But there's no direct lineage from Africa to the U.S. And motherfuckers in Africa, they they know that shit. They know that shit. We don't, but a lot of our people over here don't, they still got that Stockholm syndrome. Like they still believe in, oh, uh, we were we were all slaves and shit. Man, I've traced my history back to the 1700s and I didn't find one fucking ancestor that came from a country in Africa. Not one. One. I traced my shit what? back to the 1700s. So this this fucking the story that we've been told all this time, 400 plus years, it's not true. Well, not entirely true. So, you know, you just gotta you just gotta do your research on that and just look into it. But we were not, all of us were not slaves, and we all did not come from Africa. Of course, we are distant relatives to Africans, but we are not African. Let's get that shit correct. We're not African American. Unless you came direct, unless you fresh off the boat from fucking Nigeria, Ghana, some shit. Yeah, you African-American. I'm not an African-American. I was here before these motherfuckers were even thought of. Let's get that shit right. You know? So, here I we go. I want to add on to that, Jewel. I'm, uh, man, I'm, I'm glad you went with this and shit. We're going to have to add at least another 30 minutes on this. I want to add on to that, Jewel. Uh, first, I want to ask, how can you be from two different continents? African, how can you be born on two different continents? African, how can you be born on two different continents? What I want, what I want to do, indigenous man and woman, understand what African American really means. That's that's your oppressors telling you who's really oppressing you. Leonardo Africanus, that's where that shit comes from. Africa, that's where that word comes from. We never can forget that this shit started with uh, more on more war. It started as the indigenous American fighting against current countries, certain countries in Africa. And I also theorized that maybe the African created Caucasian to counterbalance the American because there was already a war between the current day American and the African, the current day African. And That's... they were created, divided, and conquered us. The, yo, so that. <laughs> Shit, that's. That's interesting that you say that. Like that is, because to think about it, I mean, because I mean, we we've already know the the history has shown us that obviously the original man and black, well, the original man and woman were black um, on this uh, this planet, and scientists all over will agree with that. And there's nobody that can disprove that. So who's to say that they did not create? the Caucasian um, race to conquer and divide. And like you said, not just the, not the indigenous people that created it, 
the people over in Africa, maybe because they were envious of our people over here, the indigenous people. You see, because you look at movies like, um, damn, I can't think of the movie. The movie with uh, about CT, uh, the CTE. Uh, concussion. concussion, yeah. And the doctor that was doing studies on that, he, he literally says, um, the actual, I seen an interview, he said growing up over in Africa, I think he's from Kenya, he was saying he used to be, he used to look up, he used to pray and be like, no, he used to think that, damn, it's like God, he, he shined his spotlight on the people over there in the U.S. And he kind of was, um, he was envious of that uh, growing up. He was like, it's like he shined his spotlight on them over there as opposed to us. But yet we're taught coming up that, oh, nah, they, that's where, that's where the homeland is. That's where all the power is when we got the power here. They continue to come over here all the time. The motherfucker, because like we talked about earlier, there's a lot of problems that are going on within um, Africa as a whole. But it's not necessarily their fault, um, the, the people there now. It's more or less the people that came in uh, and invaded. That they, they still got a control over them. So they're trying to evade that shit. They're trying to leave. Some of them are fighting, but some of them are leaving, and they're coming over here. And then you get the shit. You get the sense when, I mean, we, we, we see how it is when we go out and shit. You see an African and shit, them niggas be hating. Low-key, them niggas be hating. You can just feel that shit. I, I want to add to that, man, shit. It's understand that this shit really not only revolved around the black man and woman more so and it's not, it's not just a black woman you can, as a man you know we gotta stop we came from, from a woman we came from a woman we was in the room for nine months but where the fuck was you at before you was in the room for nine months you were in the mind of the man we gotta stop as men we gotta stop 
discrediting who we really are because we are gods too. This shit just didn't didn't just start with the woman. Absolutely. What do you What do you think the mind like? You were in the mind of your of your father I mean, before you were pushed into your walk I mean, to the to the. And if you follow Christianity, what happened? Adam gave his he gave his ribs right to create Eve. Understand what we're talking about, because I'm gonna give you. We're gonna give you the real shit. Um, but what I want you to say, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue about that black Madonna. Okay. They, they worship a black Madonna. They worship black deities, like real life black deities. And um, you gotta understand that they know. They they really know what's going on, and they they're trying to get people to understand that it's gonna reach a point where those on this land, because. It took me a long time to realize this. This whole world that we live in, most of the images you see, most of the systems that we're under, is to literally oppress the American indigenous. It ain't to oppress the African, the Asian, the Haitian, the South American, because I'm gonna tell you why. Somebody from Kenya can come to America and they'll tell you, I'm Kenyan. They got that right. They got that 100% right because you're not a color. They'll tell you I'm Kenyan, but you want to know what separates the Kenyan from the black man? The Kenyan has somewhere to go. The Kenyan has land where he can go to. They're not worried about his land. He has a country to go to. The problem is going to Africa and Haiti and these other countries is that the leaders that they have are still in agreement and still in coordinates with the Caucasian and the Asian. That's the problem that's going on in these African countries is the fact that they don't really have control the Asian, over their country. The Asians, are com- the Asians are coming in and buying up a lot of property. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm add on to that because that's going to show you what's really going on in Asia because Asia literally is collapsing. They're not doing that because... I'm going I'm to I'm explain that, but the difference between every other, every other uh, man individual on the planet and the uh, African-American is the fact that the African-American is the one that's only that, that was told his designation. We were told that we were African-American. And now when we were told that we were African-American, you can't be born on two different continents. And at the end of the day, as a black man, quote-unquote black man, I can't go, like, if I'm on my, I can't go anywhere. You want to know why? Because I'm on my own fucking land already. I'm already on my fucking land. There ain't nowhere for me to go. I'm not going back to Africa. I am the Indian, nigga. This is the old world. What a, why did Christopher, why did he come over here with 11 Hebrew translators? Why did they write the dumbed out verses? Why did they write the, why did the Pope write the dumbed out verses? Basically telling us the indigenous over here because they uncovered the prophecy that was told because we defied, we defied the creator. Why would the Pope write the dumbed out verses and form such a big voyage to the Americas because all we, all this going on, they already started writing in the world. We living out prophecy. Christopher Columbus didn't come over here for a new world. He came over here because he knew that the chosen people, us, were going to be cursed for the next 400 years. It's not the right, it's not that the white man is more powerful than everybody else. It's that there's a higher energy that's trying to punish us for what we did. Because they being that sh- They basically did what they had to do. We learned our lesson and we're breaking up out of that shit. And you know, to kind of add on to the um to the Chinese, um why they're buying up all the property and all the land is because really what's going on in Asia is collapsing. They're, they, they're already about to have a, uh, automatically have a civil war in Hong Kong and China. That's 
going to really go and turn into an all out like a violent civil war. It ain't even really, we ain't even seen the end of that yet. This is just the start. Um, uh, Asia, specifically China, produces over 50% of the world's pork, pork uh, production. So that country really relies on pork. But they got a swan flu over there that's affecting like over 500 million pigs. So now you couple that with the tariffs, with the fact that you got to pay 50% more to ship. Okay, so people are like, oh, we get all our shit from China. Oh, really, what do we get from China? We get a bunch of cheap shit from China. The problem is the people, yeah, they might be shipping all shit, everything out to the world. But what Trump understood with his, with, with his economic mindset is that, okay, they might have all the products, but they can't make no money if they can't ship it nowhere. So the reason why Asia is trying to basically colonize everywhere is because the land that they own is being cursed. What do you think going to happen next? It's going to be Asia? It's going to be Australia? Or it's going to be Asia? It's going to be Europe? Then it's going to be Australia? All over. All over. It's going to be the America. It's global. It's going to be the America. So I want to know, I want people to understand that. Y'all better be ready. Because... Once I figured out that 99.9% of my people will wipe off this planet, once I understood that the United States Army holds, the United States Army holds all the gold that was supposed to be inherited to me, I grew up in poverty. I grew up in the worst poverty, some of the worst poverty you can imagine. And I'm sitting up here looking at people that ain't even got the same talents. One of them motherfuckers, man, you could just imagine to have the, the indigenous American man and woman the mindset that we have, the skills, talent, and DNA that we have are the worldly because we are in our oppression and we still fucking ball. And I'm sitting up here seeing the mind. I'm seeing, I'm talking about marbles. I got uncles that's lifting 1,500-pound transmission out the fucking wood at 50 years old, bro. This is shit that nobody from another race I know cannot do this shit. Shit that you can, shit that if other people saw, you would just be like, man, what the fuck? I'm seeing this shit on a daily basis. I'm over here wondering why are these people struggling on drugs? Why are we living in poverty like this? Because that system was set up to control who we really are. Because if we didn't have these systems put in place to hold us back, we would be running the whole fucking world. The last thing I want to say, I don't think people really understand what it means to be indigenous to the Americans. Because it's proven that the land that we live on was the first piece of land that popped up out of the, off the earth. It was before any other piece of land on the fucking planet. So that means if you're indigenous to America, you're probably the first ones, you are the first ones on the planet. So if you're the first ones on the planet and you're indigenous to the planet, what does that mean? This is why the whole world is made to oppress the American native. Because if you're indigenous to the world, that means these, mother, these homeless people you see on the street, if you, if you are born in America, a homeless, Amer a homeless Native American, with them just being born melanated and being born native, being born indigenous to the world, that person has the power right now through natural law to go to China, to go to Kim Jong-un, to go to these motherfuckers that say they run these, run these countries. That one individual has so much power just because he's an indigenous um, Native American, indigenous to the planet, that he can tell them, I run this fucking land. You're the first one here. You're indigenous to everything. This is why nobody, this is why the African don't really want you to know who you are. This is why the Kenyan and the one and, and the South African and the Egyptian, this is why even our own brethren, the Haitian, this is why they don't want you to know who you are because, yeah, I might look the same, but they don't have, they got power over other people, but we have the ultimate power. We are indigenous to the planet. 
That means these people that you've been oppressing, that you've been calling the crackhead and the homeless, that means them just being born black, they have more power than you automatically. There ain't nothing you can do about it. You can write as many laws as you want, but the real order matters, the natural law, with them being born native to America, to the first piece of land that popped up off this fucking earth that we live on, they're indigenous to every piece of land on this planet. That means if you're indigenous as a person, you can go and run any fucking, you can be homeless and run any fucking planet because you're indigenous to the planet. That means every person that lives in China, they don't have the same level of connection that you have to that land that they say they own. This is why the king don't want you to understand who you are because you can go over the king and work all the niggas off their land just by who you are. And they can't do nothing about it. Really understand that shit. It's deep. Yeah, I just wanted to add um, to that that again, the people that that come over here from these countries and uh, these different countries from Africa, Kenya, Nigeria, the Congo, Ghana, wherever they come here and they they get benefits for coming here. They you know they they get help and whatnot. They get into school and shit. They get certain um certain things that help with that process you know what i'm saying and then yet they they come over here and look down on us and shit they get they it's easier for them to get loans and to start businesses and they they come down here and they they come here and try to degrade the indigenous people because they they know where we're at right now they try to look down on us but they know that we have the true power to begin with you know and it's just a matter of time before that shit is unlocked well unleashed um i want to say like another thing going on like a lighter note because i yeah i feel like this uh this topic i feel like this was this was pretty good you know and again we we just come in here and we just we just talk you know we don't have like no no pre-production or nothing like that um i wanted to shine a highlight on this guy i seen this past week, I thought this was dope. This man, uh, Moses West. Moses West out of Texas. Uh, indigenous man. He invented a machine, a water um, filtration or infiltration system, a machine that creates clean drinking water from moisture in the atmosphere for hurricane victims. His name, his, his name is uh, Moses West. Moses West, yeah. The um, I want. I just wanted to put some highlight on. I put a highlight on that. The founder of Atmosphere Water Generator Contracting LLC has vested interest providing clean, accessible water. West invented a machine that pulls moisture from the atmosphere and turns it into clean drinking water, and that was in 2015. Um, and the article is on face2faceafrica.com. Um, I just wanted to put a spotlight on that. I thought that was really dope to see, you know, how we continue to create so much shit, you know, from these um, these low moments that we're in right now. But we still are fucking geniuses and shit. And we still are using our talents. You know, I've just seen Simone Biles, who's probably going to go down as like the greatest gymnast of all time. She just won another title, you know, and she's like 4'8". Like, it's crazy. Um, and we gotta understand that, um, this is all, this is, this, that's DNA. Yeah. 
And and we are in a fallen state. We are in the fallen state. And we're doing, and we're doing this. Like we're not even in the garden. Like we're not even in we're in our fallen state and we're still accomplishing this shit. Within a system that's literally made to lock you out. First black pre- uh first black mayor um just was elected in Birmingham, Alabama. In over 200 years, the first black mayor was just elected. It's crazy to think we still have firsts in this this time, but that's how it is. And I mean, it's going to continue to happen because the, the shift is happening. The paradigm shift and the people at the top, they understand this. So again... First black mayor, because black never existed whenever we created the word Alabama. What does that sound like? That sound like straight motherfucking native. Alabama. Look up the Creek Indians down there. Look up the uh, Mississippians. And you'll realize, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think we are? Like, people got to realize we got to highlight ourselves for a second, you know? They talk about how we don't have no culture and no, you know, that. We are the culture. Like, the black man, the quote unquote black man or woman is a walking ritual. We're the most ritualistic being on the planet. We, my whole life is revolved around rituals. Everything I do, where did that come from? That come from the true history that is being unlocked on a daily basis. From the time, from look at all the dances that we make up on a daily basis. What do you think it is? That's war chants. That's rain dance. What do you think jewelry is? That's uh, why do you think we wear jewelry like we do? Yeah, we wear the wrong jewelry. They promote diamonds. That's not really a real. That doesn't give you any powers. Gold is what you need to be rocking, but. What do you think today? Why do you think we're so flashy? Because we are the most royal beings on the planet. We are used to walking around with six golden rings on both sides and, and gold nose, nose rings and fat ass six gold hand bones. This is who we are. If you look at how you live as a black man, quote unquote black man, black woman, as an indigenous being on this planet, really analyze how you walk, how, how you live. You gotta, you gotta be rhythm. It's nothing but rhythm. You gotta listen to music. You gotta move. You got nothing but charisma. You are the culture. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I want to put like you. We are such the culture that everything you see around us, every every other race that has that little piece of culture, that's a piece of who you are. They are doing the same thing you're doing, but they're trying to. They're expressing their culture on such a smaller scale, and they got their culture from a piece of what we of, of us, because we are the culture. Right. This is why this is why everybody comes here. Right. Man, I just wanted to say, like, um, what I was saying before about Birmingham. It was actually Birmingham actually does have a um, a black mayor already since 2017, Randall Woodfin. Um, but the, the place I was talking about, I had misspoke. It's actually Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, his name is Stephen Reed and he's, uh, the first black mayor in the history for them. So yeah, shouts out to him. Um, on another note, another quick topic that I just wanted to to bring in before closing. Uh, I, I know we, if the listeners, been on social media for like the past six months or so. There was a story that happened with the kid that was brutally murdered in New York, uh, Junior. His uh, the people that killed him, they all are being sentenced to life in prison. 
So, Damn. so yeah, I just wanted to add that in there, you know. That shit was crazy. I never watched that video, but I just heard and that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so and the shit and the shit with uh the Amber Geiger case, man, the, the dude testified against the cops and he was killed right soon after. Joshua, Joshua Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And they're trying to say it was a drug deal that went bad. Bruh, like we we can get into that on another episode, possibly, but I think I think this episode, I think, you know, we covered a lot on this. So I feel like it's a, we're at a good point, a good stopping point. I agree. I agree. I think this is a, this is already a whole bunch of knowledge. I mean, this is just going. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of jewels. So yeah, this has uh, been episode sixteen of the Bond Council podcast. Uh, this is Monquay, and I'm Stefan. And we're gonna let y'all, uh, you know, drink that water that we just dropped. And I hope y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Yep, man. Uh, make sure, you know, again, as always, to uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, to like, re, uh, repost this. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, subscribe and give us a rating, a review. Give us like a five star review at best. You know what I'm saying? You know, we can get so we can gain visibility. Um, and just uh, just uh, if you su- if you support the the podcast, just just tell everybody you know, you know, and just get them tuned into this, you know, because we're gonna just keep coming, and it's just gonna keep we're just gonna keep coming with the the real shit, you know, not the 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 fabricated none of this PC shit that you see, you know. Some people talk, you know. We just we just giving you the raw and uncut how we feel at the moment, and um, yeah, come back next time. Yeah, we're going to keep on applying pressure. And I want to add on to that. Uh, haters are welcome also. Um, you know, if you don't agree with what we got to say, if you hate, um, let us know. Because, yeah, we know it's controversial, but you got to understand, you know, if you, if you feel some type of way about it, let us know. Because controversy is good. It's good publicity. And honestly, we don't give a fuck about your people. You know, we hear, this is a new wave. This is a new shift. So everybody's welcome. Like, subscribe, give us five stars. If you feel some type of way, let us know because we really don't give a fuck and we're going to just keep on applying the pressure. So, you know, that's the last one, Mom Clay. I'm out. All right, peace. Peace.